she comes back with a Gucci bag. And, and I was like, like, this is my red flags. My red flags started fucking going off. I'm like, where did you just go? You had 10 minutes to wait. Welcome back to Dear Shandy, listeners. Do you know what day it is, Andy? <laughs> I do this time. Yeah, good job. I do. Uh, it is Love Fest Day, and we have a very exciting couple. Uh, I think they're one of the cooler <laughs> couples in Bachelor Nation, especially considering both of them are from Bachelor Nation. Usually, a couple's only cool if one of them is from Bachelor <laughs> <laughs> That's a good point. It is. Thank you. But they're one of the very uh, rare couples out there that both come from Bachelor Nation and are incredibly normal, cool, real life people. Yeah, that's so true. Yes. Both. You guys are really beating the odds. (laughs) Astrid. (laughs) High high fives in order. I like that. Astrid and Kevin are tuning in from Toronto to talk with us. Thank you for joining us, you guys. Thanks for having us. Yeah, thanks for having us. Oh my God, such a pretty couple, my God. <laughs> Kevin, I'm enjoying your Raptors hoodie, by the way. Um, I just got kind of chirped for this a little bit. I put this on last minute, it's cold in this house. No, I'm enjoying I even, it. I didn't know we were going to be on camera, to be honest. I thought we were doing the this phone This is so thing. Canadian already, like begging apologies for what he's wearing. <laughs> Amazing. <laughs> yes. All right, you guys. Today is about you and your relationship. And okay. It's about (laughs) love. (laughs) Okay. Love. But truly, it's about being honest and specific. And you guys can gush and do all the things because... In the reason we started this series of episodes was because, especially in Bachelor land, you know, there just isn't a ton of specificity. It's a lot of... Amazing. He's so amazing. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Not that there's anything wrong. A with... lot of amazing journeys. Yeah. A lot of amazing journeys. <laughs> yeah. So today, when we ask you a question, do not be afraid to go off on tangents and give us all the nitty gritty details because we love details. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> awesome. Okay. And I so... apologize for the cameos by Ace. He's going to keep jumping yeah, on us probably for the whole hour. But that's... And he's getting yeah. such a kick out of your apologies. That's amazing. He's apologizing for his amazingly cute dog. <laughs> You should be apologizing for He's not so having cute. more. Like I want to see, the, I want to see him. Yeah, he get might him, have get him up, get him up there. Okay, hold on. Yeah, I don't want to knock this down. Yeah, I think he should be. He should be front and center. He's us. way more interesting than any of us. So we've had him for about six weeks. We rescued him from Bunny's Buddies, uh, the company out of California. Um, okay, from Korea, right? Yeah, from, yeah, from Korea. Korea. The kill shelters over there. Oh yeah. my god, that's amazing. Yeah, so, so they sent us a video of him all matted down on the street. And as soon as wow. we saw the video, I texted to her. I said, take my money, that. whatever you need, get him here. Because yeah. when COVID hit over there, they were getting told in the news that um, dogs were spreading it to people's children. So everyone freaked out and people oh just dumped God. their dogs onto the streets, which terrible. I don't think I would ever do. But I can also understand if you think your kid's going to get sick. You kind of would freak out. So So they assumed he had a home before us because he was pretty well-mannered and like he knew how to sit and stuff, but they probably Mm -hmm. just thought he was carrying the disease or could, and they just throw him out the front door. And that was early on. That was like January, February. So yeah, now he's he's Canadian. Now you're in Canada. (laughs) (laughs) That is one lucky dog. Yeah. Yeah. We may have stalked the IG where we saw Kevin Yu teaching Ace had to go up the stairs. (laughs) (laughs) That was like the third day. Third day we had him, maybe. He's a pro now. Yeah, so cute. Four stories now, so three sets of stairs, and he kills it. Loves it. Proud proud dog dad here. (laughs) (laughs) You guys are too cute. Okay, so we're gonna go back in time to your first impressions, and. I want to know what your first impressions were of each other, whether or not those first impressions involved television, because truly you are the first couple we've had here where both of you are from the franchise. Mm-hmm. Uh, usually like the partner isn't. So, um, well, usually they break up from the franchise too. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I told so you. So it makes that hard. Like yeah. Her. <laughs> yeah. Um, and so first impressions and then whether or not those have changed and in what way. Okay. 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 I was going to say you go first. Um, so I 
didn't watch any of his previous seasons. So when I met him, I truly just met him like you would meet anyone completely normally. And I, my first impression was just that he was really hot. That was just sweet. So I do still think that uh, he's just like completely my vibe, my look, all of that. So we didn't talk really when we first met. So I was just really into the way he looked initially. So that was kind of the beginning of all of that. Wait, so you didn't see... Like, did you know of him or was so he just a We can both say, honestly, no. we didn't know. So I, I did not. I mean, I knew the obvious people like who just got off the recent seasons and are going to be on the beach kind of thing. But I didn't yeah. dig deep into knowing who would go. Um, and I didn't really have many friends in the franchise, only a few from the Winter Games that I did. Um, so I didn't even know she existed. She didn't know I existed when we showed up. Oh, that's nice. Because then we actually just got to know each other for each other without having all those preconceived notions. Yeah, you like, met you know, totally you know, like normally on television. Yeah. Yeah. Like <laughs> yeah. That, that, hand, that handshake of, oh, nice to meet you. Usually it's fake, right? They know each right, other. Right, right. Everyone's creep each other on Instagram or whatever. We had yeah. no idea. Like I asked her name three times before I got it right. Uh, <laughs> and nice. Bib, I was I was kind of friends with Bibby beforehand just through like social media friendships that you kind of make within yeah. this weird world. And I had I saw that they were speaking to each other. And so I had asked her, who is this guy? And she goes, oh, he was on Winter Games with me, whatever, whatever. I'm like, But more cute. importantly, he was know. also the winner of Bachelorette Canada, by the way. I'm just, yeah. <laughs> just, just to be very Canadian Gangster. over here. That's <laughs> true. I feel, I feel Apparently like, he's been the winner of all three shows. Always. <laughs> <laughs> I definitely won Paradise. By the way, we're the only couple left from that season, so. Oh, I know, I know. So we're, we officially won that season. Which you is really did. Yeah, for someone <laughs> who made so many waves on reality TV, you've really extricated yourself beautifully. I'm very impressed. I appreciate yes. that. I think yeah, you it's did funny. The, you got the best of both worlds. True. I think it's funny because I saw myself evolve like on TV in HD. Like it was, it was something <laughs> where when I went on TV, I had no idea. Like production got the best of me. I had no idea what was happening. And when I look back at the guy I was leaving for that first show, I am completely different. And I never would be with someone as good as her. And I would never treat a woman as well as I do if I didn't go through all those growing pains. And it took all three of the shows to get there. And it's one thing I like fully identified myself was I was like, like a frat boy, kind of, a, kind of an asshole when I went on the first show. And by the time I kind of saw myself in that light through other people's eyes, I like looked myself in the mirror really strongly after that first show, second show. And by the time I was on Paradise, I was completely confident with myself on camera because I knew who I was and I knew that I had fixed a lot of the problems that I had in the first show that when I met her, we were just completely on the same same level. Wow. If that's, that's only incredible. more men were yeah. so, <laughs> had such humility. <laughs> the moral reflection. of the story is every man to find himself should go on three reality TV <laughs> Just three, that's it. That's all you need. That's it. And for the record, I watched that first season in depth and I never once thought you were an asshole frat guy, but that is interesting. I, I mean, I mean, in Canada, he was, he was very is, controversial is because the runner less. up was beloved. You, right. you kind of got fucked, honestly, yeah. because it was the. The typical edit, though, right? Like the typical yeah. end of the end of the road edit is the yes. second guy. Yes, the, the the runner up was he was just like the golden boy, and then she didn't pick him, and so it just it, and he was like a normal guy, but and they had this great anyway. It mm. was a little painful to watch in that sense, but yeah, I, that was great TV. I loved that season, obviously. <laughs> but Kevin, yes. your first impression of Astrid. Well, um, we didn't speak the whole first day. So when you get there the first day of the beach, it's so chaotic and everyone knows each other. And like, I knew a few people, she knew a few people. Um, but there's no, and the, the cameras are on just the popular kids Like they always want to get the first day of all the popular kids who just came off the recent seasons. <laughs> and so they left me alone. Like, I think I had a couple little interviews here and there, but they didn't really do much with me. And I remember Asher saying the same thing. Like once we started talking, she said the same thing. Oh, they didn't really talk to me much at all yesterday. So we just kind of looked at each other from afar. I remember thinking like, because Bibby said the same thing to me. She said, you should make sure you make an effort to talk to Astrid. I think you guys will get along really well. Um, but the first day just kind of went by so crazy and quick. Ended up hanging out with guys and she ended up with girls a little more on the first day. And it was the second day that it was right after breakfast, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Okay, that cool. that we, it was one of those like everyone finally is just relaxed and hanging out. And I just kind of said, do you want to go for a walk? and go talk for a bit. And then the cameras obviously follow us down. And we sat on a day bed for the next four and a half hours. We didn't move. 
And it was just like, well, another tequila, please. And it was just <laughs> sit there, sit there and talk for close to, I think it was close to five hours. Wow. Before. And he said, hey, you guys have to go mingle like we just got here. Um, oh, and by that so point, we knew everything about families. Like that five hours was crazy because mm-hmm. like, as you know, it's not a, there's no other distractions. Like when you get into a good conversation, there's nothing else there. So we, well, and you're so like, you could never do that on a regular never. season. Right, right. Yeah, that's yeah, what they, makes Paradise kind of different because you actually yeah. get to do that. And I remember the one camera guy even kind of sticking his head to the side because we were talking about like nachos or something just ridiculous by hour four. And he was just kind of like, do I still have to fucking <laughs> sit here? <laughs> this isn't really boring. <laughs> so boring. So we always say our Paradise experience consists of watching the full show in HD from our daybed. Because we just saw people running, crying, you know, all this shit going back and forth on us. And we just kind of chilled for 30 days. Just munching on popcorn over there. Did you feel in that first five-hour conversation at all like, I may spend the rest of my life with this woman? Or vice versa? Either of you? I don't know about rest of our life together right away. I don't know if we're those types of people who are like, this is fake. This is just love at first glance. I think we realized, okay, there's another normal person on the beach. I can actually hang out with this person for the next 30 days. I was like, cool. Low bar, low bar. Got it. Very honest. I think for me, it was um, kind of going back to my previous point. I kind of learned from my mistakes. So when I Mm -hmm. on day one, I was like, okay, I wouldn't mind going on a date with her, but I'm not thinking anything past what you should be thinking on day one. And I think I learned that from doing Right. You're a gun shy. Got it. Makes yeah. sense. Little did you know. Yeah. Little did you know. <laughs> now you got a dog. <laughs> That's right. This is interesting because so that means that your first impressions, you didn't really have any preconceived notions about each other. And then it sounds like you were both completely normal from day one. Were there any, you had the luxury of five hour uninterrupted conversation. Did has anything changed in how you view each other or is it, is it just like a more beefed up version of what you thought that first day? I kind of feel like we just kind of got going and then we just kept building on what we had. It wasn't ever like, Oh, you're not that person I thought you were anymore. You know, Mm. I feel like the one thing that I learned from the first time doing the show and then doing paradise is you just have to actually be yourself. If you get in your head and you start overthinking everything then you're no longer yourself. And then how do you get to know someone? So I, and I feel like because you've been on shows before too, you were very similar to where I don't think we're the people who would ever go back on reality TV. Now we're like way past that. Like me now, like no way. Never say never. never. I would never do this. But I feel like we've, (laughs) we just kind of kept building on, on that relationship because we were just kind of being ourselves. Yeah. I mean, we relate to that. Mm-hmm. Big time. Yeah. It's just sort of like a more colorful version of what you first thought, like saw and thought and maybe hoped might be there, but not really many curveballs in a good way. Right. In a good way. I do remember the conversation going very like unapologetically ourselves. Yes. Like, I do remember you talking like to your family and being like, my family's a little crazy. Like it wasn't like this everything's perfect. I'm the best catch ever. Like you see on so many shows where they start to break it down episode to episode until you realize not everyone's perfect. <laughs> Me and her were very quick to say like, like I told her all about the shows I went on and we talked about our past relationships. We, we talked about, cause you got nothing else to do. We sat there for the whole day and literally dissected our adult lives <laughs> in five hours. So. It isn't, you guys make it sound like it's easy, but that's actually shockingly hard for a lot of people. To, to just sort of have the self-awareness to, to just, you know, present yourself as not the perfect option necessarily. Do you know what I mean? Like, it takes confidence to show that, to show your flaws mm-hmm. early sure. on anyway. Definitely, especially on TV. Especially yeah. on TV. Um, I wasn't going to do this question next, but Astrid, since you sort of touched on it, I, I asked this because it's such a popular question. I can't, I polled people, I was like, we're interviewing our next love fest couple and the overwhelming question that i got from people was how did they know like when did they know when was that aha moment how do they know the other was the one andy and i don't believe in the one by the way uh but you guys can totally debate me on that i'm just wondering what are your thoughts on that and if there was a moment where you quote unquote knew So I definitely agree with you that I'm not sure that there's like 
the one. I think there's certain people you meet in certain parts of your life that kind of get you to where you need to be. So I think we both met each other at the perfect mm. timing. So I don't know if it just, whatever he went through, whatever I went through separately got us to the point where we were both in that mindset to be ready to now be together forever and have met the one, but we had to get through different things to get to that point. Cause my mom is now married for the third time. And I think Mark is the love of her life, but I also think those, her first two husbands were the ones in that time frame to get her to the part she's at in her life. Mm. I completely you agree. know, you know what I think? And I, I always say this to you, you know, Oh, do the I know one, what are you going to say? I'm going to say something really <laughs> embarrassing. Now. The one, there are many ones, I think, mm-hmm. but, but if you find a one, the, the, the most, you the most powerful element of finding the one is someone who never annoys you. <laughs> and I want to know. Is that possible to never be annoyed? <laughs> okay. You can be like a little annoyed here and there for, you know, something stupid. I tr- but what <laughs> I want to know, is there something about you, Astrid, that annoys you about Kevin? And Kevin, is there something about Astrid that annoys you consistently? Is there one thing that annoys you where you're like, oh, I hate when she does that or oh, I hate when he does that? So every time I try to clean anything in this house, it doesn't matter what it is, it's got to be redone. So I will clean up all I knew it was housework. I will clean up all of dinner, like while she's on the couch, like hanging out, I'll clean up all the dishes. Then I'll go take the dog outside, I'll come back. The whole dishwasher's unloaded and she's reloading it in the proper way that the manufacturer is. I was raised by a very strict German woman. It's not my fault. There must be order. Or like she, I'm... I, I'm in my mid thirties. I was in the military. I literally done my laundry since I was 19 and I can't do laundry in this house because I don't wash, dry, fold, or put away properly. So if I even try to do the nice thing, say, I'm going to do the laundry today. She will freak out. Which is, there could be worse things, right? One of the reasons why I asked this, it's actually a Trojan horse question. I want, I've had a feeling that the things that annoy you about each other are things that don't matter at all. And no, you just confirmed that. Yeah, it seems right. like you sure. have a good relationship. Yes. And and when I say annoying, I'm talking about the things that where you're like, like you're sitting there, you're wide, you're like, I hate the way she chews food. I, <laughs> God damn it, I fucking hate that. That's yeah, bad. No, no. Okay. Yeah. But but you doing the laundry wrong, totally cool. Yeah. You guys are no. Good. There's nothing that I can think of where you come in the room and I'm like, fuck, shut up. I can't. <laughs> I can't think of that. I can't think of that example anywhere in my day. So. I think. I think part of like having that good relationship too is if he does something that's annoying, you could be like, that's kind of annoying. Can you stop doing that? And the other person not getting offended by it. Yes. Versus it just festering within you. Yes. And then all of a sudden chewing becomes annoying versus I chew my gum annoying sometimes. I do. And he'll be like, why are you chewing your gum like that? Yes. Like, oh, I didn't even notice it. And then I'll I stopped chewing. You're really my- getting into that gum, are you? <laughs> <laughs> you're going to say like sarcastic way. Versus if you don't have a good relationship and you don't feel comfortable complaining about that thing, then mm. you're just watching them chew. And next thing you know, you hate it every time they chew because you never told them that it's annoying. Right. So you can't change but- it. That's a part of that's conflict resolution. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. another element of a good relationship. And, and not getting defensive when someone yeah. talks about your chewing. Totally. Yeah. Respecting the relationship enough to be like, listen, this chewing situation is going to end this relationship. So it's got to yeah. stop now. So I care <laughs> enough about our relationship that yeah. I want to tell you that you need to stop chewing annoyingly. Yeah. So so what's the thing that annoys you, Astrid? <laughs> so we're very opposite in the sense that if we get ready to go on a trip, he's packing five days before and making piles everywhere throughout the house of like what he needs to save to, you know, pack later on. Or if we have to be somewhere I love early, I love he, he prepares the coffee the night before. So when he wakes up in the morning, he can just push the button oh. to where I'm just ready to go to bed. I wait for everything last minute, but because of that, I can be late sometimes. So 
in the moment, sometimes I'm like, why can't you just chill out and sit and just be calm with me? But then the next day when I'm rushing, trying to get ready and the coffee's already made and looking for my passport and he has in his backpack, it works out great. Yeah, It does annoy her though. It does annoy her where like... I'm like, just sit down. It'll be fine. We'll have time tomorrow. And then we never have time the next day. And then it's a good thing you did it. I feel like that that's the least annoying, annoying thing I've ever heard in my life. (laughs) But when you just want to sit down and watch a movie... Yeah. And then he pauses the TV to go do something that he could just do when the episode's over because it's 10 minutes left. Like he stops what we're doing to do whatever he just remembered so that it's prepared for the next day rather than just finishing the show because there's literally five minutes left. It's like, I just want to see what happens. Like my my calendar and my phone has 50 things per day and half of them are needed to be done for two more weeks, but I need to push them every day. Oh my god. So that I can remind my, so that I can like remind That's myself amazing. to do because then if I get around to it, it's like, oh yeah, I gotta do this email for my attorney or for whatever that today I should do it now. And I end up pushing like 40 things a day, but it makes me feel better knowing that I have a checklist ahead of me. So but I do keep it to myself. I do keep it to myself a lot. It's not like I bring it on to her, but when it comes to like all of the kitchen and packing and all that stuff, I'm definitely guilty of like I'm pretty anal about making sure we're ready to go. But we've also never missed a flight or lost your passport. There you go. There you go. She missed two flights without me. (laughs) So (laughs) so Astrid, Astrid, would you say that of the hundred or so top annoying things a boyfriend can do, would you would you agree that that's pretty low on the list? Oh yeah, it could be way worse. It's really it's really not that bad. The piles sometimes, you know, it's like why now I'm just moving your files around, but it is what it is. But I I don't even know Kevin and I'm already I feel like he's endearing just for that. Andy is also a pile maker, by the way. Yeah, I make piles. Oh yeah. (laughs) We're talking piles of shirts, piles of toiletries. Yeah. Piles of like piles of like clean shirts, kind of dirty shirts, really dirty shirts. My that shirt again later on. <laughs> oh my god, no, no, you're, we're not kidding. We call it the halfway house. Yeah, I make it yeah that's the spare bedroom right there. The halfway house. <laughs> Andy has shirts that sort of hang over the hamper. They're flirting with going in the hamper, but he oh, thinks yeah. he might wear them again. Yeah. And, and sometimes he does. It's, sometimes it's he actually the progression is it's 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 a new shirt that's like super new. I, I literally wear a white t-shirt every day. And I have like the new new ones, which I just bought, then the ones that are like, you know, like still wearable but old. And then the ones that I'm probably going to throw out, and then the ones that become rags. So it goes from actually, yeah, yeah, it goes from perfectly new to rag. <laughs> Suddenly, it goes from being a shirt he would wear to being a rag, and the rags are just in a, a pile, a pile that are, is not temporary. By the way, the pile yeah. just lives. It's a permanent. Like, how, many ra- how many rags do you need? We had a railing in our place, and the railing. Are very useful. Yeah, we had a railing, and eventually the railing would fill up completely on all the things he was waiting to wear for like a specific workout or whatever. And how do you feel about right angles? Are you like, I'm trying to figure out if you're like as anal as me. Are you like, do you like things to be on a right angle? Um, Who would say no to that? A lot of people. <laughs> I would say, I would say, I would say yes. Like it'll okay. work me if okay. it's not. Yeah. I know who you are. Yeah. <laughs> I keep it to myself, but thank you for bringing it up. Right. We're good. We're good. Okay. Go ahead. Go ahead. Ask your question. This is a good segue into another popular discussion, which is conflict, fighting. What's your fighting style? How do you fight? I will say probably our best improvement in our relationship has been fighting. Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, when we started. We got into some big fights. Well, the size where it could be the same, but the way we both treated the fight was completely wrong. And I feel like you have to learn how to fight with the person you're with, because if you fight with the last person you're with, it might, like she did, <laughs> I almost ended it. I was so mad because like, she's a walkouter. And if you walk out of my house and I have no idea where you go, I am livid because I don't know where you are. I'm such a safety, like it bugs me as a fireman. I don't know what it is. Something about a woman being angry walking downtown Toronto bugs me. And when she brought that to our relationship, she found out really fast. I walked out once. <laughs> and I said, I don't care if you scream at me, but the only two things for me was walking out and swear and swearing. I said, those two things shouldn't be associated with, with sorry, directing swearing, like fuck you or go fuck you. Any of those things where it's directed at me. Not that I was telling him. No, that. no. But those, those were, those <laughs> were, those <laughs> and, I, and, and the best, the best improvement I saw was even if we got into a way bigger fight, she would stay in the house, even if it was a different room or she would yell at me, but not in the, 
fuck you kind of way. And it just was much quicker resolved and just much more productive because that's something that just triggers me past kind of past everything. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, it's that's so funny about the walking out because mm-hmm. I've totally this might surprise you, but I've I used to do that not regularly, but I have Astrid done that. Where you're just like I'm over this conversation. I just need to walk. I just need to like yeah have yeah. A walk. You want to just get away, and you're just like for me in the past, and that's one of the how I knew this relationship was different. Was there was this sense of well fuck it then you know mm-hmm. of just your anger makes you go from like A to Z, like I'm done. Like yeah, this yeah. I'm done place. It's instead. like a mini, it's like a play breakup. It's like a, yeah, yeah your mind just goes to this place where like, it's just, yeah. you're, I'm done. Yeah. You're just like, and, yeah. and I feel like part of that is maturing and, but also getting to a point with the relationship you're in where that's never a real option. Mm-hmm. Right. I like feel like that's, I, no, I agree. I feel like that's where we grew the most. Like she was, an American German like staying in Canada, like where are you going? <laughs> so like you're not going, you're not going anywhere when you storm out. Like doesn't have the car keys with yeah. her. Like, there's nowhere to. You will find escape impossible. I almost say I'd rather you just go bury yourself in the blankets upstairs and just like pout or yell at me from there because then at least I know where you. I, it's just a safety thing for me. I just don't like the thought of her leaving and I don't know where she is. But a hundred percent. Once you get to a point where you know you're not going anywhere permanently, so what's the you're being anywhere. way too rational, Kevin. Well, Kevin, you just talked about how Astrid fights. Astrid, what do you have to say about how Kevin fights? <laughs> I think we both do this, but we're very um, quick with our words to where we're really good with the passive aggressive digs in the middle of an argument yeah. where like he really knows what to say where it hurts my feelings and he's not even trying to be mean, but he knows how to shut me up in the argument because I'm just like, that was so rude. I don't even want to have a comeback because then it's just going to escalate. So that's what I go to the, I'm just going upstairs, <laughs> like whatever. But we're both too, like just too good with our words when we argue. <laughs> I can totally see that with you guys. <laughs> like I can see it being, Cutting and specific. <laughs> yeah. yeah, very specific. <laughs> very specific. Yeah. yeah. Unnecessarily so, perhaps. Yeah, we're working on it. Working well, on it. I mean, that's totally... It, it. Like you said, Kevin, you made such a good point where, you know, you have... I can think of all these different types of fights that I've had with exes. One in particular was just like, we fought like every day. I remember like just holding a plate and so badly wanting it to wanting to throw it at him. Like I was, right. <laughs> you know, he just drove me crazy. And you just learn from all that. And then, you know, as a knee-jerk reaction, you might bring that into your next relationship, like Astrid running out that one time. But then, like I said, you sort of come to this realization that no, there is a greater good here no matter what, no matter how passive aggressive it gets, and no matter how far down the street you run. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And it takes a couple good fights to truly understand that because then you are able to tell your partner, this is what's not acceptable. And then that other person has to then decide, okay, is this relationship important enough for me to not behave like that anymore? And it kind of makes you look at yourself like, why am I doing this? Am I doing this because I'm bringing old stuff into the relationship? Is this really what my personality is just like? Do I need to change this? Do I, do I like this about myself? And you kind of adjust based on that, based on if you want to stay in the relationship to where we in the beginning had a few fights and then we said, we're never going to go to bed angry. Like we're never going to be that couple where it's like, well, I'm sleeping on the couch or whatever. Like we're always going to talk it out before we get to bed. And we've done that for two or two years. Together and we've actually stuck with that. Cause I feel like we've thought of doing that and we haven't stuck with it. Yeah. But we wake up. Okay. Yeah, I actually think going to bed angry sort of solves our fights. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, okay, that's fair. It's like we both won. <laughs> like, oh. We both just sort of cool off. It's yeah. not that we're just, you know, going to bed, like, tickling each other and super stoked. It's just that we're silently watching TV together, but we're agreeing on a show, and we just both fall asleep, and we wake up the next day, and it's just a new day. Yeah, new day. Oh, that's cute. Yeah, that's, that's what we say. People want to know about the one, knowing, fighting is the biggest and fighting. Topic. But it's also like if you're in a relationship you really care about, that's where you learn how to fight. You don't learn how to fight in bad relationships. You no. want to fight. You want to bring the drama. You want to ruin it. 
Well, you let it escalate in bad relationships and a good relationship the whole time you're thinking, okay, maybe it's not worth it for me to say whatever just came to my head because it's just going to hurt the person's feelings and it's not worth it because then now I'm living in a house where I'm walking on eggshells because I took it to the next level. So maybe just shut up every now and then. Yeah, Yeah, totally. (laughs) Okay. So next question. I want to know if you guys had an idea of specific traits you were looking for in a partner and if so, how your partner is different than maybe you were expecting you might find or you would be compatible with. Okay. Well, that's that's a hard question. Yeah. You go first. (laughs) Um, And we can also do pass and I can just go to the next question. No, I mean, I mean, I think my idea, like when you talk, I don't believe in the one either, by the way, to go back to that question. I feel like um, meeting someone who you're supposed to be with is just a, bunch of cool coincidences that all lined up together and made you in the same place at the same time. Like, I don't know if you guys know this, but Ashley went to paradise the year before and then she got shoot before the shutdown happened. And then she got sent home and then they asked her to go back and she said no. And then she came back the next year. So I'm just picturing like if that didn't happen. So thank you, Corinne and what's together. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> so thank you for doing that because without all that stuff, Ashley would have been on the beach. She probably would have met a guy. She's a hot commodity, and I probably never would have met her. And that's the way I look at things. I don't think of wow. it as the one or fate. I just think of it as cool coincidences that made two paths kind of line up. Yes, that. Anyways. I mean, that was how we met too. It was just. Yeah. Sort of, it had total un- billion to one odds. Yeah, it was right. meant to be two ships in the night, really. And right. then the ships Which is just cool. happened to. Yeah, it is very yeah. cool. Very cool. Okay, um, so specific, were there specific traits or were you just sort of looking for, you know, a connection? And There's no wrong answer. But um, I think the connection was the initial. I wanted that first like spark and I think we accomplished that pretty quick because we had no time for anyone else on the whole month we were in paradise. Um, and I think when we got home, my biggest thing, I had a lot of kind of walls up just based on I was engaged once, didn't work out. I was in another relationship, didn't work out. Um, so a lot of walls up thinking, I know I want someone who's more homebody, who's more like there were certain just simple traits. Like I want someone who wants to cook with me. I like to drink wine and cook dinner, not travel as much. All the things that I knew I was looking for. And then I needed that to line up with kind of like we're bantering right now. Someone I can just hang out with as my best friend every day. Like that, that's my biggest thing is we're, you know, roommates when we have to be, we're romantic when we have, we're just like, we just click on every kind of dynamic of the day. And that's probably my biggest thing was when's this going to fail? When's this, when's she going to show something that I hate? When, <laughs> and, and I decided to propose when I realized that fucking wasn't coming. It was like, she's just, <laughs> yeah. she was just kind of checking off exactly all the boxes. And I, I see her with the dog and I can already see her with my kids. I can already, I, she calls my mom out of nowhere to see how she's doing all the things that I just didn't know I wanted she was checking off the boxes as we went. Oh, that's so wow. sweet. Yeah. Andy too was waiting for the crazy shoe to drop as he calls it. <laughs> yeah. Is it, is it, it may still drop. Yeah, I mean, that's a slow play. Yeah, you're really yeah, I'm, I'm impressed with myself if I'm still holding back on the crazy shoe. Impressive. Uh, Astrid, do you, do you want to answer this question or do you want to um, pass? I think I never realized how much I needed somewhere, someone who loves structure, you know, like I think I was always in relationships where I felt like this isn't going anywhere. You know what, what's happening. I want more commitment. This person isn't giving me the commitment I want. And it's because they were such go with the flow, whatever people. And then I met Kevin and he said complete opposite where we can tell you what we're doing the next 10 years. We know what's happening. Like certain things might happen, you know, like you try to plan a wedding, COVID happens, whatever, curveballs. But other than that, he knows where our life is going. And I'm just like, okay, it sounds really fun. I'm down. And I realized that I needed that to kind of have that security in a relationship where I wasn't questioning things or letting insecurities come out. He always made me really feel really secure and it's because he's such a planner and he's just always thinking ahead to where I knew we're going to get engaged eventually. We're going to get married. We're Mm going to do the whole thing because he was already talking and thinking about it before it was even fully in my head. I think the six year difference in our age helps a lot. Like when you know, I met her in her twenties, I was already in my mid thirties. But the little things like buying a house and stuff, stuff that I knew how to do and I knew which steps to take, I think, 
that was the part that she always says to me. I didn't realize how much I needed someone who just like takes control and understands how to do stuff and actually wants to like, like I, we oh, always refer to it as our family. Even before we had a dog, we always said built for our family. I think that was something that either of us never really had in a partner before. Mm-hmm. It was someone that already thought like she's my family after probably three months together. I thought of her as my family. I think that was what we wanted about the most is the word family. We both mm-hmm. said, I already see you as my family. I know your partner. And, yeah, and your partner. <laughs> Um, and I think that's like our biggest probably takeaway from that question is we both knew we wanted someone that was instant family, but we never had it in the past and just took each other. Oh, so interesting. So it was more like you were, you had looked for something, but just hadn't found it. Um, but then you, you did find it. And so you knew what you were looking for and you recognized it when you found it. Was there anything you felt you were looking for that now looking back, you're like, that was missing the mark. Hmm. Yeah, every person I've ever dated, I was missing the mark majorly. <laughs> um, I just think it's too reasonable for this question. No, but I, I just think it evolves as as evolves as you get older. I think what I was looking for at twenty five has nothing to do with what I'm looking for at thirty five. Um, yeah, fair. And I think maybe someone I met, you know, five years ago might have hit all the marks I was looking for at the moment. But when I met Astrid, she was checking off the current boxes. I guess yeah. That's the well, and thankfully, you're the kind of person who updates those boxes as you right. age and mature, because yeah. I don't think every person, especially every man, does. Correctly. I have to ask this question, you, I, and I'm not trying to just butter you guys up. You both seem just so solid. I know. Like Kevin is like as good looking a guy as I've ever seen. I know. He's What's so wrong stable. With you? He organizes piles. <laughs> he knows how to do travel piles. Firemen. I mean, I okay. Have either of you ever been broken up with, like hard dumped by somebody else? Oh, yeah. I had an ex-boyfriend who cheated on me with one of my friends, which is just crazy. Like, so mean. And way to give you trust issues, like friends and in romantic relationships. Right. So, I mean, maybe not dumped, but I mean, basically. (laughs) That's basically being dumped. That's like the shittiest thing a partner can do I, I can't yeah it's unfathomable that both people can be that both people. yeah like yeah, yeah. like oh, the yeah, friend yeah. and that's yeah that's terrible um, and neither person thinks wait maybe this is not a good idea yeah <laughs> maybe i can keep it in my pants you know yeah yeah but but that's the only time i'm assuming why, why do you why do you ask that question i'm asking but i don't know who dumps these people <laughs> <laughs> who breaks up with either of you i don't even understand why why would they break so, up with you i don't know well they but they're both clearly really self oh god i sound like i'm buttering you up sorry Ugh. i mean i'm the one who's buttering oh, yeah up. oh god this I'm is like a butter unbreakable let's do this podcast once a week okay <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but they're both clearly self-aware so they're the kind of people to maybe have been less mature or you know reactive more reactive or whatever in the past but i can see how they would implement the lessons they mm-hmm. learn along the way to become these yeah sure oh, i'm not I've saying that you haven't grown, grown. oh i've yeah. definitely grown i used to be i think reactive is the perfect word i used okay. to be so much more reactive i think even when we first got together in those arguments i would react instead of take it in and really think okay what's the best move here yeah and yeah, I think I think you you need those bad relationships though to grow and to kind of find that out about yourself. It's like, what do you do that's annoying? I couldn't agree, <laughs> I couldn't agree with that. That's probably the biggest takeaway. So for me, I've I've only been broken up with once, and it was very devastating for me. It was a really bad one, um, and that's where I learned by far the most about myself because I realized the issues that she saw in me I didn't even like about myself. Mm-hmm. And I was, and as I mean, as cliche as it sounds, that I started going to therapy that week. And I remember thinking wow. I was so proud of myself for trying to therapy for the first time. And for the next two years, I went two, three times a week. Wow. And that was my biggest like, oh, yeah, I am kind of a, I do, I do do that, right? I'm kind of that person. And I think the person who broke up with me was not seeing me as the one anyway. I think she was just looking, like just giving me the reason she saw, but I don't think I was ever the one for her anyway. And I mm-hmm. thought she was the one for me. Um, and I think I was forcing it a lot. I think I'm sure we've all done it where in your head, sure. you're thinking, Oh yeah. Oh no, like this will work out or Oh no, this will work. This will work. But the, the, Oh wait, that won't work. When you look back was way, way, should have been way more kind of out front at the time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and when I was 
broken up with, I remember being the lowest I've ever been because I think a lot, the word I learned about myself after was ego. I didn't really realize I had an ego. Um, but I think everyone has an ego until you get it shattered. Because mm-hmm. once I had, once I realized, like, what do you mean I get broken up with? And you realize I'm it's not, an impossibility. Yeah. yeah and I think that's where to- I look. Sorry. No, no, I just, I, that's where I looked at myself for the first time and said, okay, well, I'm definitely far from perfect. And what is wrong with myself in that's my own so- eyes? I keep interrupting you. I no, you're going so few people have the self-awareness to recognize <clears throat> that their ego has been shattered. Like most people, not most, but a lot of people might have their heart broken or whatever, but it's like, oh, the other person's to blame. They create a sort of false sure. or even just temporary reality surrounding that. So that was self-improvement. I didn't uh, come to that on my own. It was, that was like what I learned. Like the word ego was something I just always thought of. Like I never use it in my everyday kind of life. And it was a therapist that said the words. Do you realize that you've had your ego? You're like football, hockey player, like military guy ego that everybody thinks you are. And you've had that shattered by someone. And now you have to really look at yourself in the mirror. And I remember that's where I kind of started building myself back up. And when we talk about coincidences that bring you to where you're supposed to be, that kind of shattering experience for me made me plug through. And I remember it was like three, four months after that, I still hadn't seen anyone, talked to anyone else. I was still just like, I was like smoking cigarettes. I was like doing the things that I was just like stressing. I was still just like low on myself. And that's when, that's when the American ABC reached out and said, we're looking for a Canadian to be on an American show. Would you be interested? And I remember that was kind of what I needed to realize. Okay, I'm definitely, there's something here. I just need to figure out what I've trimmed the fat up, like what I need to still work on. And then I had a goal and then that goal helped me turn the page to like really get myself in a new direction. He may be the only person who's ever been cured by reality TV. (laughs) 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 Okay. I have, I have so many questions for you guys, but I'm going to pivot a bit. What's something that you love about your partner that he or she doesn't necessarily love about themselves. Hmm. These questions are hard, I realize. I know, these are really hard questions. (laughs) (laughs) And it doesn't have to be necessarily something your partner doesn't like about themselves, but it could just be something particularly... Something that I love that you might not like about yourself? It's a, it's a tough one. It is a tough question. Okay, I'm moving on. I, I'm moving on because I yeah, want, oh, okay. sorry. Oh, Kevin, oh, no, no, no. Kevin has an answer. I was going to say the only thing is, um, and we kind of touched on it earlier, was she's so like go with the flow, like everything. About, and I know sometimes she gets frustrated with herself when early, more early on in the relationship when you were like, I need to do this. I need to get on this. I can't just like let it go. I need it. And I was always kind of liking that she brought that side to our relationship where like it was a little more go with the flow is a little more easygoing. It was a little more, let's see what happens. Um, but I know she was always frustrated with herself thinking she needs to be more like adulting. I think the adulting thing was always a word that came up early on, but again, she was in her twenties. I was in my mid thirties. It's like, you're at a different point, but that's really, the only thing I'm in my thirties now. I'm grown up. <laughs> <laughs> For what it's worth as someone in my mid thirties, the go with the, I've, I'm go with the flow. And I don't think that, I think it's just a personality thing, mm-hmm. but it's, you are a little less. <laughs> yes. Yes. But I really think it works when one of you is that way. But yeah, Astrid, I relate to that. Cause there okay, is a sense I have, of- a, I have an answer for this now that <laughs> I think about it. I knew it would come. <laughs> so he has anxiety and he obviously hates that anxiety and it keeps him up at night and he wakes up early but that anxiety is like the reason we're in this house, for example, is because he can't sleep until he thinks through every single possible scenario of how we can come up with money or do whatever to get into a place like this. And so something that he hates about himself is actually something that makes him so motivated because it drives his day-to-day activity. That's a beautiful one. Mm, wow. Yeah, CBD oil is a wonderful thing. Yeah. <laughs> because yeah. with that, before before we had it, I just like I'll end up if I wake up at two a.m. with one thought about say this house, for example, I'll be up till five a.m. thinking about it. And wow. I think that's and I absolutely hate it. It's the worst. Um, it's the worst thing I have in my life. Is I wake up and I if I wake up, I instantly look at the clock, and if it's not like six a.m., I get so frustrated because I know I'm up. 
Oh my God, we're very similar. Uh, How's your sleeping in general? Well, I think it's because I've been a shift worker since I was 20 that I just always have just had to sleep. Like I'll sleep in the afternoon with the fire hall. And then like last night we were up the whole night. I haven't slept since yesterday afternoon. So I just kind of like have all in military before that. I was always just sleep when you can. Um, But the the pressure, I don't know. I I guess I don't handle pressure as well as I wish I did. So if I feel like like tax season's coming up, (laughs) it'll be on my head for like... Uh, you're before, a you know? firefighter. Totally I think like you that. probably handle pressure okay. He's being he really does. Those are some Canadian. Yeah, but right it's compartmentalized. <laughs> yeah, but yeah. Still, yeah, fair. Yeah. Yeah, anything under adrenaline is actually amazing. It's just when you have just time to think. Like at least as a fireman, when you get a call, you just have to go. Um, but if I can sit in bed and she's sleeping away, I'm so jealous of her every time. Like she's just <laughs> dead to the world. I'm looking at her like I wish I could be doing that right now. Oh. Yeah, I know you know that feeling. Yes, yeah, <laughs> I'm the weak sleeper, and I'm also. Last night I woke up like, like at four in the morning because I was like, I forgot oh, no. to do this thing, and then I was awake till seven thirty. Mm. Yeah. yeah, poor girl. Um, I can relate. Ah, mm. the first taste of rare bourbon you finally got your hands on. That's nice. At Caskers.com, we make this experience easy. Caskers is a one-stop spirit curator with an impressive selection of exclusive sought-after rare and household names in the realm of premium spirits and champagne. Discover the top flavors of the year now by going to caskers.com and using code WELCOME10 for $10 off your first purchase. Get $10 off your first purchase with code WELCOME10 at caskers.com. So now it's time for the Dear Shandy Newlyweds game. Mm This is my favorite time. I, I love this. It's always fun to see, you know, especially the two of you, while you were writing these down, you were you were confident and quick, I'll say. You were. Yeah. You brought up all of our, like, daily topics. <laughs> <laughs> like food, money, like, things <laughs> we talk about a lot. Food and money is all we've been talking about for the last three weeks. Because we don't have a stove, and it's we're trying to pay off Yeah, we have no stove, and we have all of our money in one place. So, <laughs> so we've been talking about money and food for a long time. It's so funny. Okay, well, okay. then we have high hopes for you. You'd better okay. be able to. They're going to do good. They're going to do well. Okay. okay, question number one. We'll start with you, Astrid. Okay. What's the first thing you'd buy if you won the lottery? And you can show, you can say it and show it. Designer bag. Oh. Why, what, what's that reaction? I mean, it's such a girl answer. It's amazing. <laughs> okay. I respect that answer. You win the lottery, you're going to buy that bag that you've been wanting and that you couldn't justify. No, you're right. That's what I would do. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, go ahead, Kevin. What, yeah. what? So, here's, wow. here's, here's the thing. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. So, our first visit ever to New York City. We were, I had to go to the World Trade Center to see it. And we went down there and we were going to do an interview with People, with People magazine. And it was across the street from the World Trade Center. And we went in there and we're sitting in that little food court. It's like a beautiful food court. We're eating. And she's like, I'm going to go for a walk. She comes back with a Gucci bag. And, and I was like, like, this is my red flag. My red flag started fucking going off. I'm like, where did you just go? You had 10 minutes to wait. And she says to me, she, yeah, she says to me, she goes, I've wanted this bag for like three years. We were getting into like the social media stuff. And I remember being like, she got a good paycheck that day or something. And I remember being like, okay, I got to keep an eye on this to make sure this isn't like every time we pass a store. And to be fair, that's the first and only bag you've ever bought that we've been Six. together. And it was our like a month after, it was, Paradise was still on. It was yeah, like it was just hilarious. finished. So it was like two years ago. Wow. And so she's always said like, when am I getting a bag? So she's been talking about a bag for a long time. I was going to get one for my 30th birthday and then COVID happened. So then Aww. the mall was closed and then we decided to buy this place. So then all my money went into this. So Kitchener bag. I, you I, say. I had to pick the kitchen. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, I asked I relate to this because I'm the same way. Like I will lust after something for a really long time. I've been known to strategically wait until I'm at like Heathrow where I know yeah. it's duty-free and, and mm-hmm. if they happen to have the bag. Like, it's a combination of being kind of spendy, but also thrifty at the same time. And, it's like yeah. a tattoo, right? Like, you don't want to get it right when you think of it. You kind of want to, like, <laughs> mull it over a few months to mm-hmm. make sure, is this going to, like, do I want to permanently spend this much money on a bag? Do I mm-hmm. want this on my body forever? You have to, like, really be sure. But it was it more also than my first it- two cars put together. And when she came back, she, I was like, how much did you spend? She goes, don't worry about it. <laughs> it's like you, you don't need to know that. There's no purpose in you knowing that number. It's not yeah. necessary. No, 
Okay, Kevin. Um, what would you buy if you won the lottery? The first thing you would buy. I said, invest it or another house. Wow. <laughs> this like so future oriented. <laughs> wow. I, I said, pay off the mortgage. <laughs> That that's oh, that that, that's a win. That's a win. That's one one. Oh, Holy that's a win. Shit, that was impressive. That's actually you combined his both answers basically in one answer. Yeah, so that's even more impressive. Be, but yeah, yeah, you're right. You're right. It's bonus points. Oh, wow, that was that was impressive. You two. Okay. <laughs> These guys are gonna make it. I know. I. <laughs> Whether you like it or not, I'm sorry to say you guys are stuck. With <laughs> Question number two, Astrid. What was your favorite or main? childhood pet's name i know he won't get this because i don't know if i've talked about her very much but oh they're gonna nala nala she was my little bunny rabbit and oh. she died because we didn't realize you couldn't leave her outside over the winter <laughs> she passed away oh that's so tragic it was, it was not an overwintering bunny no, <laughs> no. <laughs> not it was an no. annual not a perennial <laughs> okay, I mean that's gonna be tricky, Kevin. Did you get that? Okay, so the answer I got was <laughs> the bird your mom got rid of because of the noise. <laughs> so <laughs> we had a bird for forty-eight hours. Like it was one of those. My uncle or my aunt gifted my sister and I two birds. And within 48 hours, and I was like, we're not going to have birds. So she, I don't know if she let them fly away. She said she took them somewhere. We didn't see her do it. So I don't really know what happened. We were not good with pets when we were little. Astrid, all- you have a very colorful past with pets. Yeah. I also had oh. guinea pigs. They all got rabies. Um, oh, okay. Yeah, it's really, yeah, not, yeah. I firmly believe in these in these small animals teaching you, you know, the value of life That's and right. teaching yeah. you responsibility. Ace, don't worry. I'm not You're, okay. Hurt you. You're okay. You're okay. You're okay. Okay, so yeah, Kevin did not get that point, but that was nope. It was a good try, good effort. A very good I effort. I mean, sort he, of get partial credit for that. She told me the bird story numerous times. I never heard of Nala, so <laughs> the, the bird was in my in my head there. Yeah. yeah. Right. That, That's fair. We're not going to give you that one, but yeah. it's only because we are so confident that you're going to get future points. <laughs> oh, he's going to do it. Fair enough. Do right. Okay, Kevin, your favorite childhood pet's name? Oh, my Duncan. Duncan oh, was my... She, oh, my... Oh. Oh. She that was my. Shelty, but he Shelty talks about dog. Duncan a lot still to this day. It's because we just got a dog, so I always say, "Oh, Duncan used to like this. We should try this." Like I would mention it because we just had a dog as a family. So yeah, that was an easy oh. one for her. Mm-hmm. Our next yeah, one. Nala. <laughs> Kevin's like that was an easy one for her. <laughs> <laughs> okay, you guys are killing it so yeah, far. I'm gonna good. say. Okay, question number three, Astrid. Who, what would you benefit most from? Separate beds, separate bathrooms, or separate TV? Separate bathroom, 100%. That's how you keep a relationship going. Absolutely. (laughs) Separate bathrooms. 100%. I don't know if I feel that way about us. Well, we have two bathrooms. Yes, but the TV thing? No. If we had one bathroom, we, we would have problems. You're yeah. probably right. Yeah. yeah. Okay, Kevin, what did you so say? So bathroom as well. Yep. Wow. Uh, only because we've been talking about double sinks. So the condo we just moved out of was 800 square feet. And it was the best part about it. The reason why we bought it was because it had a powder room on the main, like it was a two-story condo and it had a powder room. And we always said that the, having your own bathroom with at least your own few things is key. Um, and then this one has three. So now we're like spoiled. Oh wow! She, but we talk about double sinks and bathrooms. The amount of time you mentioned it—that's oh, an easy I'm so one. Excited, yeah. Well, speaking of which, that powder room. What uh, wallpaper did you select, Astrid? Option one, the one that's Good. the simpler one, because yes. I think the other one might make people dizzy. Six hundred dollars for a powder room worth it's of really wallpaper. Really expensive to get And they want four hundred to install it. Wow! Whoa. But we're going to install it ourselves. Four or cheap. We're going to really wing it here. Yeah. No, you sound like us. We we, <laughs> we really thought about laying our down our own tiles. We were well. You know what? It's trying yeah. To get creative. No, that's, I'm glad we, we didn't do that. Yeah. No, it's six hundred dollars for one little powder room. She yeah, just told me. But it's going to look really. Yeah, it'll look nice. <laughs> 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 we budgeted for it. <laughs> well, you made the right choice. I'm glad you chose option one. Did I you ever think th- you'd care this much about wall uh, wallpaper in a bathroom, Kevin? 
I still don't care at all about the wallpaper <laughs> in the bathroom. Um, I do appreciate it's the powder room when you first walk in the house. So anytime we have any guests, they're only going to use that powder room. So no, she wants no. to give it that cool, like we have like a, or a hunter green sink and like, it's just going to be a very trendy little cool space. And she wanted to do it from the start. So whatever she I picked. see it on TV shows and I'm like, one day I'm going to have a cool, funky little powder room. Yeah. So like gold accents. And this is going to be like funky. I have, I have these playboys that I found in my renovation house from 1985. Ooh, nice. So we're going to like just Madonna. Madonna on the front oh, with hairy armpits so and everything. Cool. It's really cool. So I found them in, I bought a house off a, I bought a house off a guy who was 94 and, and there was a hidden compartment in his closet that he forgot to clear out. And my dad and I were demoing the house and we found just a stack of Playboys like this high in his <laughs> wife. And wow. they're all vintage. Like Burt Reynolds in his 20s is on the cover. Oh my God. Like it's really cool. So we're going to display those and try to make it like a trendy little party. Oh, that's great. Yeah. Damn. That's, that's a great a, idea. That's the coolest room I've ever heard. <laughs> yeah. Of. yeah. Okay. Uh, Kevin. Oh wait, we already did that. Did we? Already, did you both get that point? No. no, no. Kevin, what would you most benefit from? Separate beds, separate separate bathrooms, or I said bathrooms as well. Yep. Okay, you two are just. I put TV. I messed up. I put TV. Are you serious? Because he loves TSN and he loves watching. What are the guys? You know what TSN is? Yeah, but I'm flabbergasted. I thought for sure. Ask you got this. Network. Hmm. The shopping. Oh, shopping network. Sorry. I took a wild guess. I feel like I feel like. If you're actually thinking about us having one TV and one bathroom, what would be the biggest issue? One bathroom. Yes. But now I think I was thinking, I, I, think I was thinking we do have multiple bathrooms now. So now the only issue left is the TV and you like to watch Overdrive and I like to watch Housewives and they're very different things. I Asher how, didn't think through this answer. She didn't think it through. Kevin, you just looked her so dead in the eye and you were like, really? <laughs> If we had one bathroom, I can only imagine what would go on in this house. Well, it worked out for the best because now you're tied and yep. that keeps okay. things okay. interesting. Okay. okay. Question number three. I'm so bad at this. Four. Question number four. Astrid, if you could have your partner's blank, what would it be? I put his sugar lips. Because <laughs> <laughs> they're so luscious. <laughs> you don't need filler. Wow. He got it. <laughs> She says what? it all the time. She says it all the time because I have huge lips. She says, it "Oh, that's great!" Wow, you okay. guys, so I, oh, like they're so bouncy. <laughs> <laughs> it's not fair. Why do guys get those? It's right? like the guy having great too. lashes. Yeah, yeah. yeah lashes exactly. Oh, okay, Please. Kevin, if you could have oh. Astrid's blank, what would it be? I could sleep. So I can sleep she's anywhere. right. She's right. I did mention that earlier. I, I was going to say physical style skin, like her skin is absolutely perfect and there's it never is. any issues with it. And I'm always like trying to shave and razor bumps and pimples and she's just like perfect every day. So I was thinking more physical, but sleep. Yeah, you're right on that. I wish I look at her all the time. And I'm like, how are you? You watch me sleep. I just I can't sleep like that. So, I'm totally you in our yeah. relationship. He just passes out and I'm just gazing at it. It's just, <laughs> sad. It's amazing. just jealousy, it's right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Wow. You guys really keep this interesting. It's like yeah. taking turns. Okay. Take. but it's tighter than I thought. Okay. Yeah. Final question. Only, only, um, only Kevin can win now. Astrid's just playing for the tie. Yeah, Astrid, you're going for the tie. I'm so confident in this one. I know I won't. No. Oh, sorry. <laughs> if you get this, Kevin, you will okay. be our reigning champion with the highest score to date. Yeah. Okay. Let's do it. This is kind of <laughs> There's a, a lot deal. on the line. It's a big deal. <laughs> and you will be going home with $25,000. No, I guess not. not that big. That would be pretty cool. <laughs> that, I feel like this game would get a lot more interesting. Oh, yeah. Okay. Astrid, what would be your last meal on Earth? Domino's pizza. Oh, you monster. New Yorkers, I'm so sorry. I'm, I'm sorry, so but monster. the crunchy thin crust, I love it. I literally have had it weekly since I was like 18 years old. Like, I just love it. To be fair, we're not known for our pizza over here. Like, I know New York, we go up for pizza in New York, it's the best. Like, we don't have that option here. It's not like there's just some spot in Toronto that's so diehard you have to go. Domino's is so consistent. Where you're like <laughs> never disappointed. By the way, I said Domino's too. But, <laughs> but I said Domino's with jalapenos, onions, sweet peppers, banana peppers with garlic bites. 
is guaranteed that. Oh, you're that common. is that is love. He has every single topping. Vegetarian with all the hot stuff, right? Mm-hmm. Wow. Okay, that was impressive. I am still reeling at, at Astrid's choice. <laughs> well, then I we both said more about the mine too. Well, Get ready because Kevin's last meal. Also, both Domino's. <laughs> Mine's a little more plain, but I can't. Okay, we actually want to know what we were bewildered by by how Domino's is still in business. But apparently, it would be some people's last meal on It's us. We're keeping them in business. I actually, I yeah. I mean, remember I Airbnb the place, and the and the the only thing left in my refrigerator was Domino's. Yeah, pizza, and I was like these monsters. What were they I will say it has to be the thin crust. We don't get the other types of dominoes. We just get the thin crust. And there's something about it's saucy, but crispy, but gooey. It's but they're good. in New York. Like, think about New York. We I know. About, it, like, this is what I will like, say. Unlimited. Yeah. It's unfair. It's unfair for us to judge. But I will say this, uh, that Domino's, I do believe, is the winner amongst the sort of the pizza. chain pieces. Okay. Yeah. It's consistent. You're always going to get what the is, same I mean, thing. What would you, I don't know. I mean, I truly think. Yeah. I'm mostly Appalled. speechless. speechless. I'm expecting. Charlene just, can't speak anymore. It's over. I, I think this podcast is over. <laughs> I was expecting just a different direction. I guess I was expecting a more elaborate feast. But you're both no. easy to. We cook. We cook a lot. We cook a lot of big meals. We do like good food meals. We do our own meals. I do like fire hall meals for you. But whenever it's like Sunday and we just want to order, it's the same thin crust. So cheese. if you guys ever visit us in New York City, we're gonna have like yeah, five it's Domino's gonna be a pizza pizzas tour. ready. No way. We've had, we've, we've had New York pizza. And it was amazing. It was, it was so we were good. in New York last. We had pizza three times. They were all different spots. Oh, random. Right. Just, that, that's okay. That's reasonable. Okay. So in other words, if you yeah. had the choice between Domino's and good New York pizza, you'd always choose good New York pizza. hundred <laughs> percent. Like, okay. Not. Just making sure. I want to make sure like you the, weren't like actually. The, a, no, no. The barstool reviews. I'm always like, I got to go there next time. I okay. Go good. 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 So, yeah. We're good. We're good. I bet yeah. you the comments <laughs> under this one will be like, Domino's is great. You guys suck. <laughs> your, your Instagram followers are going to go down by like 90%. No, no they're going to tell us that oh, we're food snobs and that they're right. right. We're going to get it. We're going to get it. I will say, you know, when we talked about maybe there's not the one the first time he was like let's just order dominoes i love their thin crust i was like wow okay this is really gonna work because i've never oh. met anybody else who feels so strongly about dominoes thin oh crust. that must have been huge it was huge i used to huge. order it in college yeah, like because i used to bartend so i'd get home really late it was one of the only places that was still open the guys knew my roommate and I so well, we would get free pizzas. Like they just every now and then just be like, this one's on the house. They knew her, like, it was kind of sick. It was a little sick. But so when he well, said- two hot he, bartenders ordering a pizza at three, yeah. of course it's on the house. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's shocking. <laughs> but when he said like he also loves Domino's thin crust, I was like, that's when you knew <laughs> you to get back yeah. to the when you knew question oh, that's right yes yeah. Yeah, that's what she just said we yeah, actually have a we have a domino's right near us it's really like just hopping all the it time it is hopping and we so always people- look at it with disdain when we walk back. maybe we're the ones missing out <laughs> you could walk two blocks to an amazing pizza yeah place. maybe one day we'll finally dip let's have two. some dominoes tomorrow yeah let's you guys are if- inspiring us yeah let's see what it's about well stay tuned for a swipe up for dominoes because I feel like coming <laughs> on <laughs> <laughs> uh, Kevin, you're our Last reigning sponsor. champion in the Dear okay. Shandy yeah, Newlyweds game. Wow. That's Bravo. very, Bravo. very impressive. Four you, out of five. I had high hopes. You like dominoes and you like designer bags? It's not, it's not hard. Those are, yeah. Sometimes I'm fancy, sometimes I'm not. <laughs> yeah, yeah. high-low. So it's all about the high-low. You guys, that was so much fun. You guys are just so great together. And thank you for joining us here today. That was really fun. Thanks for having us. That was fun. It was fun. We don't do many podcasts. I think we've done like one in the last year, maybe. We don't do very many, do we? No, because it's usually always about the show and we. Yeah. I trust you. Trust me. I have nothing to add from now on. Like, it's it's like I get asked about it all the time. You don't work. Like, I was at a call yesterday and some woman on the call asked me about the show and asked me about Colton or something. I was like, oh, no. I was like, I was like, I don't know. Like, I'm not a call. I'm in my fire gear. Like, what are you you asking me about Colton right now? Um, It's funny how I think we saw a post today from Chicks in the Office that said favorite facts of couples, and we weren't on the list, and a bunch of people tagged us. And I said, 
the fact that we're not in that category anymore, we finally made it as a real couple. Yeah, yeah. It's like now that we're not a bachelor couple, I think we're just a couple. That's kind of the goal, right? Congrats. Yeah. So, yeah. 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 Uh, you guys yeah. really played the whole thing. I know it wasn't your intention necessarily, but damn. Yeah. You guys kept, you know, you have your lives, your careers, and they won. They won you the bachelor. Just kind of low key. Low key. Yeah. Get just, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Thank you. Okay, you guys, thank you so much for joining yeah, us. Thanks a lot. And hopefully, maybe a, a in-person double date will be in our future one day. Okay. One day. Sounds good to us. Yes. <laughs> you guys are lovely. Thank you for Thanks, guys. Thanks for having us. Bye. Thanks a lot. Okay. Take yeah. care. Well, that was lovely. They were great. Great couple. Yeah. They're going to make it. <laughs> I know they're going to make it. I'll bet you. Wanna I bet? had high, bet? <laughs> I had high expectations for them and they lived up. They're just so cool. And normal. I'm telling you, Canadians and Europeans. Europeans. So you, what you're saying is if one of them were American, they'd be slightly less cool? If Kevin was American, he'd be a totally different person. 100%. I could not agree with you more. Yeah. I was just marveling. Even as a Canadian guy, he's just so not what you would necessarily expect i was off i was like i had to like refocus my perception yeah because if he was american it would be a different dude like different guy completely talking to him is like requires like constant recalibration yeah like your own (laughs) expectations and judgments and assumptions about people totally yeah and her too i mean she's so much someone who looks like her maybe you're right is it because she's not american <sighs> this is an American podcast. We should watch what we say. I, look, all our our listeners are wonderful Americans. That's true. The ones that are American. We, we have the good Although ones. Although we do 25%. And we're not buttering you up. 25% in Canada. Um, <laughs> but is that true? 25% of our 25% listeners? 25% of, is in from I love Canada. that that's a stat you or looked 20, up and know. I don't know. Something. Something above 20%. But it's, it's, it's undeniable. Like there's a certain worldliness is not really i mean it is kind of worldliness it's it's and it's not it's that sounds like elitist to say culture or worldly it's really just you're just a more complete grounded person like there's there's a sort of uh, it's a, a an innate maturity emotionally and just logistically and even if at one point he for example wasn't emotionally mature the fact that he has reached that point makes it almost more impressive. Oh, yeah. Because he, like, and he's so frank about it. He's mm-hmm. still, she's just like, yeah, I, I was all these it. things and I worked on myself and yeah. I had all, oh, so stuff. impressive. Yeah. Really, really good couple. I told you you'd like them. <laughs> you pick good couples. I do pick good couples. I like all our couples. <laughs> I do. <laughs> really, really had a good one. Good time with these guys. Yeah. So, you guys, thank you for tuning in to. To whether you're American or Canadian, or where else are they? How many? We had some in Norway. Yeah, Norway. Norway. Yeah, to our fans in Norway. We see you. What? How do you say like like? No, I don't know how to say. Okay, never mind. Thank you in Norwegian. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you guys so much for tuning in from wherever you are in the world. No matter what, no matter where they are, we know they're the good ones. Oh, yeah. Regardless of whether they're eating dominoes or not. Yeah. <laughs> if you liked what you heard today, do you know what you should do? I, I, I know what they should do. You want me to tell you what they should do? Uh, it is, is it going to take a long time? It's going to take a while. <laughs> I'll just no, do you it. Should do it. You should do it. You should subscribe, like, leave an iTunes review, uh, hit notification bells. You can follow us on Instagram. And... Yeah, just support us because we could use it. We could use it. And we're Tough times. a baby podcast growing yeah. slowly, but surely. You guys, we'll see you next time on Dear Shandy. Have a good one. Bye. Dear Shandy.